Welcome to the Me, Myself, and You podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm your host. Today, we're going to be kind of talking about finding work-life balance, especially as somebody with a more, a less traditional job where I work from home, (laughs) Um, where I'm working with clients versus having a very set corporate schedule. It's definitely a different monster over just having a more traditional job in terms of work-life balance. So I know this is definitely something I've talked about before in collaboration with other bloggers, but I just want to kind of walk you through stuff this way. So the most important part of maintaining a work-life balance for me is setting healthy boundaries. Um, And this is really, honestly, something you kind of have to learn the hard way sometimes. Um... I definitely did where I was working insane hours and not stopping work until 8 or 9 p.m. um, And that's just not reasonable. And I think there's times that it's going to happen when you work from home, when you work for yourself, if you take on too much work that needs to be done by a certain deadline. And sometimes it's got to happen. But overall, you should try to stick to a routine of working reasonable hours. It's something that I think that's the most basic boundary you can set when you're working for yourself. I think it's the best way you can set yourself up for success as a freelancer is to basically set those freaking hours, set hours as if you were in office. So for you, it may be that you are working from nine to five and just keeping it really traditional, or it could be you know, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. I don't, I don't know, but find a time that works for you and try to stick to those hours and stop working at that set time as often as possible. Like, it, there should rarely be exceptions to shutting down because otherwise you're going to get stuck in the loop of working all the time. I also think it's important to try to take weekends off or at least take one day a week off I know I've been personally struggling with this the last few weeks because my schedule is really chaotic. Um, My husband's new job is kind of everywhere with schedule, so I've just been kind of working when he's gone, which means that I'm working more days than normal and working weird times, and it's been a a little crazy, but I'm trying to figure out a more set schedule for myself versus relying on his job to give me that stability of my routine. So that's a big thing. The other big thing is taking time to unplug. Um, Taking time to unplug at the end of the day. Don't, I think it's really easy as a, when you, when you work for yourself, there's a difference in how you use social media. Most of us freelancers and bloggers do use social media for work. Um, as the primary purpose. So doing the whole Instagram scroll or Facebook scroll on the couch in the evening isn't necessarily the most productive for us because it's not really a break from work <laughs> like it might be for somebody in a more traditional job. So taking that time to unplug from all of that, to unplug from your computer, stop checking email. I usually try to stop checking email Uh, really when I stop working and just 
don't touch it until you're ready to sit down and work again. So that's a big part of it. And I think another important aspect of that is the boundary of do your clients get your phone number? Do they have that kind of access to you? Mine don't. I had early on, I had a few clients that had access to my phone number and I had one in particular that actually gave my phone number to her her print guy who called me at like 7 30 8 o'clock as I'm sitting down for dinner and he's like I need these files now and it's like okay well you should have checked them during business hours and you know it's my phone number you can't just give it out to anybody so I think it's important to make that decision for yourself I don't do client calls anymore clients don't have access to my phone number just for that reason, because I don't really want people calling me to do work at 7.30, 8pm. At that point, I'm winding down and eating dinner and all that kind of stuff. So just another boundary to consider. The other point I want to make is learning to say no. Uh, Early on in my freelance career, I definitely was saying yes to pretty much any work I could get my hands on. Um, And that's not always the best thing to do because, believe me, there are crappy clients out there. There are clients that are mean and there's clients that have unreasonable expectations. There's clients that maybe you're just not a good fit for them. Maybe you don't have the right kind of style of design or writing or whatever you're doing. But learning to say no to that or learning to say no when you don't have the time is really important to maintaining your sanity and your work-life balance. Um, I think there's a lot of people in freelancing that have struggled with mental health in general. I think a lot of people that struggle with mental health gravitate towards freelancing because of the job flexibility. Um, I know that's one of my favorite parts about it is that if I'm having a really rough day, I can take a day off. I'm not answering to anybody. I'm my own boss. Um, and while my clients do have deadlines, it's a different kind of relationship. And generally, I try to work ahead enough that it's it's not like I'm taking days off and causing that work to be late. Um So hopefully that makes some sense. I know this is kind of a more off-topic podcast. I think I've delved more into the freelancing over the mental health side, but I think a lot of this can apply to more traditional jobs as well. Um, It's just setting really healthy boundaries so that you can have a life outside of work because that work-life balance is so key to being well-rested and being able to take care of yourself and not overwhelming yourself to the point of just needing lots of mental health days. I think it all it all comes down to this, apparently, um, is trying to avoid living a life where you need a day off all the time. Um, so I guess that's it. Sorry, I know I get, I'm really trying to practice and get better at recording for you guys and I may, get, I may get a little rambly at times, but um, hopefully some of these tips help you out if you're working a traditional job or if you're working as a freelancer like me. Um, I think there's some good tips in there, so let me know if these help you out. I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram to tell me or to submit podcast episode requests. 
I will definitely be on the lookout for that. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk at you soon.